1: and had not recorded an episode for the Author to Authority podcast, which I thought I had. In reality, I had misnumbered an episode, which caused a gap. During that process, I decided to pull a From the Vault episode with myself and my previous co-host and best friend of more than 30 years, Juanita Wittenradco. And as I was going through some of our episodes, I realized there was such rich information in there, information that even though it was recorded a few years ago is still good for you now and is going to help you to move your business forward. So I decided for the rest of June, I'm gonna feature some of the best of Kim and Juanita's episodes, talking about all things authority, marketing, and book publishing. Come July, we will be back to our normal guest episodes three times a week. So I hope you sit back and enjoy these Kim and Juanita from the Vault episodes. Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. I am here today with my wonderful, amazing, talented co-host, Juanita Wittenradko. Welcome, my friend. Thanks, Kim. Glad to be here. Juanita and I were kind of texting back and forth about, you know, some ideas of what we wanted, you know, this podcast episode to be about. And it was really funny because I texted one thing, thinking one thing, and she took it to to mean something else. So I'm going to read you what I texted her because we're actually going to do two episodes. We're going to do it the way I thought it. And we're going to do it. The next one is going to be the way Juanita thought it. (laughs) So it's amazing sometimes what can happen, you know, in a text message. And that's why communication skills are very important. Making sure that you're clear and concise. I texted Juanita. I was thinking for a topic. What is the one book your client needs to read? And she put good idea. You can even have it as a recurring seasonal topic. And then I put, I was more thinking that the book your client needs to read is yours, but I like that idea too. (laughs) So this episode, we're going to be talking about, you know, the book that your client needs to read is your book. So first of all, just to get started, my friend, how has life been treating you with all these covid interesting times and having children in school i'm glad that my daughter is actually in school right now (laughs) that is a a big shift it's one less thing on my mind to have the teaching happening outside of my house (laughs) so that's good yeah you know that was really challenging for you because you know here you are you're you know you're the the book project manager for RTI publishing you're my right-hand woman and you've got a child at home that you know you now have to semi teach make sure she sits at her computer make sure she gets her work done all the things a teacher would normally do plus the work all the work you do for me <laughs> yes and also having to balance that mom job that's the 24/7 role and and dealing with the guilt of we're not supposed to let our children have unlimited screen time. But when you have to get your schooling done that way, it really, you know, recommended screen time out the window that that happened <laughs> fairly <laughs> early on in the whole pr- procedure. You know, yes, because they have to have the relaxing time, too. And now relaxing time for kids is on the screen. Right. So. Yes. And that's also the only way that she was able to interact with some friends for quite a bit, too. So here we go. It's always it's always something you're never bored or if you are, you're not paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, one thing I've been really thankful of and Winita and, and I live in Ontario, Canada, is the fact that, you know, there was a lot of concerns before in August about kids going back to school, yes. you know, and major breakouts of COVID because none of these kids are vaccinated. And, you know, I'm really thankful to say that, you know, they've had small breakouts in schools, you know, one or two kids or whatever. I think I heard of two schools in, in Toronto that had to close down for two weeks, mm-hmm. but we have not had major outbreaks. In our school. So I am so thankful for that. Yes, thank you, Lord, for that. All right, so let's get on today's topic. And, you know, when I was thinking about this, I was actually inspired about it, because I was just kind of looking back through some of the guests that I've had. And back in October, I had my friend Doug Crow on, who is a fellow publisher. And the title of his his podcast episode was the book your client needs to read is yours. And we did kind of cover that, but I thought, you know what, there's so much more to that topic. So we're going to kind of do a Kim and Juanita part two. <laughs> so when I first kind of explained that to you, Winita, what was one of the first thoughts you had? I thought, oh, absolutely. You know, what was the point of you writing a book if you weren't intending to share it with people and make connections. And I thought I think that sometimes our clients when they begin the project, they have a they have in their heads an idea of what writing a book will be like. And they kind of think like, Whew, all right, glad the hard hard part is done of coming up with the ideas for writing the book. And then at the end of The writing comes the editing and the formatting and the, oh, no, there's a lot more to writing a book than I ever imagined possible. And okay, now the hard part is, wait, no, you're wrong. (laughs) Now (laughs) you have to market it and know who. Remember that audience chat that we had right at the beginning when you were formulating the outline, like, who are we writing for? Think of it like those people have been awaiting your book, like kid waiting for Christmas. Are you going to leave the wrapped present in your top shelf of your closet? Which is my mom always hid my (laughs) presents. I couldn't quite get to it, and (laughs) well, my dad had to hide the presents outside of our apartment. We had a store in the basement of our apartment building, which was locked. Oh smart man. What a smart man. I have enlisted the help of my mother-in-law and and some friends. That can get a little bit tricky, but I in the past that sort of my mother-in-law would hide Christmas presents at her house and I've heard of friends swapping Christmas presents so and hiding theirs. Uh, anyway, my point being is that you've gone to all this trouble, you've got this beautiful gift, which is your book, and then you sit back and you're like, well, we wrote it, got it up on Amazon, just waiting for those Kindle purchases, and I've got lots of reviews. I even made international bestseller status. Phew, now I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) You're not done. Maybe when you write the next book, you'll be done with that first book, at least for a while. (laughs) I so agree with you, and you know, here's the thing: tell the clients your book is a tool. You will only get out of it, you know, how you use the tool as much as you use the tool, right? If you don't use that tool, if if you've got those books sitting there in a box in your garage, you know, if you've got all these wonderful book cover graphics sitting on your computer but you never use them. You're not going to get any results. And, you know, one thing I was thinking of is we were talking to one of our clients on Monday night and uh, the release of her book, it's actually a co-author book. It's called Say Yes Every Day, Thrive Thursday, Everyone Has a Story. And, you know, these are stories of people who not only survived through COVID, but thrived. And they came out of some really, you know, I don't want to Incredibly say difficult. Yeah, difficult. You know, I wouldn't say traumatic, but very difficult situations to not only survive, but thrive. You know, yes. I think of one of the co-authors, every avenue, like you know, she had two or three, she had her main business and then a few things she did on the side. Every single one of them was shut down in COVID. She was not allowed to do them. Like, how how do you pivot? Right. And yet she did. Yeah. Yeah. You think, okay. All right. So that's not working. I can do this. Wait, now I can't do that. All right. Phew. At least I've got that other thing. I can, at least I can do what do you mean? I can't do that. Well, and (laughs) the other thing is, is in the beginning, she couldn't even get on the UI benefits, the United States benefits that they had because the phone Mm. lines were so jam packed up for like a couple Mm. of months. Right? Mm-hmm. Like she couldn't even get through to apply. Right? So, what do you do? Like, all of a sudden, every source of money you have has stopped. And, like, that was one of the stories that were in this book. But when we. So, were- if you're wondering what she did, <laughs> you can get this book from Amazon. And that title again is Say Yes Every Day, Thrive Thursday. Everyone has a story. Yeah. <laughs> But you know, in talking to the the main author, Laura, you know, she we were doing a teaching with the co-authors on, you know, now you've got this book. What what do you do with it? Right? Like, okay, here, great, you got this book, but sort of now what? Now what? And how do you how do you promote it and how do you kind of get it out there? I think it's important to recognize that when you do a big project, there should be a celebration at the end. Mm-hmm. One of the things Kim and I attended an art school, as we've told you multiple times in other podcasts. The final show of the year, collage, mm-hmm. there was always a rap party. Yes. And later on in university, other teachers, performance teachers would say, it's really important when you're putting on a show and you have all of this energy that you've put into it if you don't have that celebration of what you accomplished, you can, some people actually get a little depressed for a couple of weeks because it's like, oh, is that all there is? You know who this happens to? Olympic. Olympian athletes. I said that funny. Olympic athletes have struggled with depression. I remember Silken Lauman was Canadian athlete who came forward and spoke about it because, there is that feeling of well, now what? Yeah, it's mean, kind of like sure a letdown. Woo, that got the gold medal, and now it's kind of <laughs> like, so what? <laughs> yeah, what's my next mountain to climb? Yeah, you know, well, yeah. First off, spend. I think that's part of what the launch party for a book launch really helps mm-hmm. with that, right? And and in a case like, say yes every day, thrive Thursday i hope that each of the individual co-authors as thank you pardon has your own their own celebration mm-hmm. locally because mm-hmm. of covid restrictions yes. <laughs> but you know and, and also you, to get their fans excited about it too right yeah and you know when we talk about the book that your client needs to read is yours you know one of the things that Laura talked about, and I so agree, and I mean, Larry Levine does the same thing. Daryl Amy does the same thing. Coach Ram Nair does the same thing. You know, they, one of the main ways they use this book is, is as an extended business card. You know, so instead of just handing someone a business card, they mail them a book. And so you may be thinking to yourself, okay, yeah, but, you know, it costs me money to mail a book and it costs me money to, to print this book. Yes, it does. That's why you're not sending it to absolutely everyone. But you know, if you, if you're selling, you know, products and services and let's say even your range is $500 to $1,000 for those products and services, right? The $10, $15 that you're going to spend to send a book to someone, right? And you get back $500 to a thousand. Now it doesn't mean everyone you send your book to becomes a client, but when they read the book, You've now massively increased the chances of them becoming your client. You've gained a contact point with them. You now have something to talk to them about. You have developed relationship because if your book is written correctly, the people feel connected to you. You know, I was on an Instagram live yesterday with, I don't want to say a friend, but a very great business acquaintance. And we're in a couple of groups, networking groups here in Ontario. We're also part of the marketing cafe on Clubhouse, one of the largest marketing Clubhouse groups. And she was interviewing me and she's been reading my book, Author to Authority. And soon, 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 you guys, I'm going to have the launch dates for you. And um Anticipation. And, and she was talking about the fact that, you know, about how she felt like she now knew me and she understood me and how much value that she has gotten from reading this book and how it's changed her perspective and it's helping to change her business. Right. So those are the things that the books do. So, you know, sending a book to a good potential client, right. Only increases your odds. And just to speak to that, Oh, it, it costs a lot to to mail a book. I had a a business and a mortar and brick business selling sewing machines, and annually, I would send out these professionally done flyers, and it was between fifteen hundred to twenty two hundred dollars to have them printed, and an additional and close to that in. When I, when all of a sudden done a the of three, three thousand thirty five hundred dollar mark to send these flyers out to my clients mm-hmm. and well actually not to my clients I'd have them inserted into a newspaper so I am like trying to carpet bomb my territory to get <laughs> anybody who's interested and they worked but that was like I said about thirty five hundred dollars. Or two shots, single shot. That was it. A book is advert that you let's say it cost you with the, the printing and everything. You let's say it cost you twenty dollars with printing and mailing. Yep. Twenty dollars compared to three thousand five hundred dollars for an advertising item that comes to their personally to your target audience comes and advertises to them every time they walk past it, every time they pick it up and look at the back cover and see your smiling face in that photo, every time they turn a page. Just looking at it is this constant uh, messaging that you are an expert compared to that one shot in a newspaper, one shot or... If you have like a newspaper ad, a magazine ad, even advertising online, if on somebody's Facebook feed or whatever, it's on and it's there, flash and gone. Yeah. When you think of the upfront cost of mailings, you go, "Oh, what if I mail a hundred? What if I mail a hundred books? That's that's so much money." Yeah, but think of it: if you hundred customers, if you mailed a hundred books to mm-hmm. targeted leads, right? Because you're not just mailing them to anyone. You're mailing them to targeted leads. Mm-hmm. You know, you're probably going to get, you know, Your anywhere from a 10 to 30% return rate on that, mm-hmm. you know? So, you know, if you got 10 to 30 customers, yeah. right? That's And they're all doing $1,000 sale or more. Yeah. Then, hmm, that sounds like 30,000 plus your 2000 investment. Yeah. And and I always think of the net worth or not it's lifetime worth that's what yes. I'm saying not net worth. But the the lifetime worth of a customer in my brick and mortar store if I sold somebody a spool of thread on Tuesday or if I sold them and a pair of scissors next week because they've been taking some sewing classes. They take my classes. And so there's the what I've sold there. But over that first thing, first time they come in and they just want a spool of thread or a button, and then as, oh, she was nice. That was an, I like that experience. I got what I needed and it felt good. The $3.50 from a large spool of thread turns into hundreds and thousands of dollars over the lifetime interaction of years of uh, working with that customer and giving them value. And that's true here too, Mm -hmm. is that writing a book creates a relationship that sets up, sets you up for a lifetime of customer value. And sometimes you'll have these people who really want to work with you, but they're not in a right place Sometimes it can be years. I think of you in particular, Kim. It was was probably five years plus before you were in a place where you could go. All right, now I am ready to take classes. Now I'm ready to look at maybe owning a sewing machine, that sort of thing. And but I came out and made little cool. purchases from you, like little things yeah. that I needed. Right? But I knew that like lifetime value, mm-hmm. and that's separate from our our friendship, our relationship that way. But but just saying that I also know that Kim, when she wasn't able to do more transactions with me personally, she was sending people to me and that's what's going to happen too. If your client enjoyed your book, are they going to just put it down or are they going to pass it along to people? They're going to talk about it. They become like a secondary source of advertising for you they're, brand they're yes, they're excited about what you're doing, what you've given them. So that's one of the reasons why you want these your book in their hot little hands and get them all excited, get them going with a highlighter. <laughs> 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 Send them a yeah, book because, and a highlighter <laughs> because for some people the return will be immediate. You know you've you've given them the book at the right time, right? And and they're like, okay, we're ready to go. So I didn't even get a chance to tell you this yet but I was on a networking meeting. You know, one of the gentlemen there wanted to connect with me. Let's, you know, let's do a coffee chat. We get on the coffee chat. And I think it's just a coffee chat, right? But it's okay. Get to know this person. You know, he, he has a marketing company. So, you know, might be a good resource, you know, maybe a good person to talk to, you know, just different things like that. And so we only had like a 15, 20 minute call. So by the time he got through the preliminaries, most of that's done. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, but we didn't get a chance yet to talk about writing my book. (laughs) I'm like, like, okay. (laughs) Right. So, you know, the thing is, is some people are right. You know, his company had already decided that one of the goals for 2022 was to write a book. So here I am, you know, I'm on this networking meeting. I make a very good impression. I talk about my book. You know, I talk about what it is I do. And then he's like, let's have a coffee chat. Okay you know, so now he's going to be a client in 2022, right? He he was the low hanging fruit. You know, if he was someone I had been talking to and sent the book to, he would have contacted me right away and said, Kim, let's work together. Right. Mm-hmm. Not everybody's like that. Like we always appreciate the low hanging fruit, right? Like those who are just ready to, to jump in, you know, with both feet. We love those customers, but you know, as well, you know, not everybody's ready, like you said. Like, it took years before I could afford to buy a sewing machine. When my kids were little and growing up and I was staying home and my yeah. husband was working and we had one income, you know, there, I didn't have the luxury of being able to do that, though I really badly wanted to and have to. My, my friend was really good to me. She did let me come in and use her machines every once in a while, so... Okay. You know, but when the time was right, it was like, "Okay, I started putting money down on that machine, right And then my family all knew, so they were putting money down on the machine so that I could get it, and you know it's a blessing, but you know for me, it took a long time, and it's the same with some of your clients when they have your book, right? Every time they go buy that book, they're going to think about you mm-hmm. right so it's it's this constant reminder, and when the time is right and they see that book, guess who they're going to contact to work with. They're going to contact with you because you're the one who sent them the book. You know, we've looked at it from people who've already written a book, but I also want to speak to the people who have not written a book yet. You know, it becomes an incredible tool in your, in your marketing arsenal. And one of the reasons why we do this podcast is to show you the power of books. So I can tell you for a fact that Coach Ram, Sport of Life, Back there if you're watching the video. Selling from the heart, Larry Levine, Revenue Growth Engine, Daryl Amy. You know, my skeletons have names, Sherry Lewick, hashtag her rhythm, Nin Riffit, right? All of these people, John Davis, How to Get a Sales Job. All of these people have used their books in many different ways. You know, Larry used his book to get on stages. He does now does team reads for companies and You know, he was kind of, you know, had semi-major corporations before the book. Now he's having worldwide corporations contact him to train their sales teams. Olympic coach Ram Nair, he was transitioning out from being an Olympic coach into the next stage of his life, you know, which was personal and professional coaching. And his book has opened up doors for him to speak. It has given him the credibility he needs you know, he now coaches CEOs and movie act- actors and actresses, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you look at all of these people, Sherry Lewick started a massive coaching business from her book. Nin Riffitt has won awards, has gotten speaking engagements. I mean, she's becoming known, very well known across her state because of the book. And all of these things, have now allowed them to expand their business in ways that they never thought they could before. So really want to encourage you, if you're listening to this today, you know, and you've been thinking about writing that book and you just- if you've been waiting it, for a sign, this is this your is time. <laughs> write your book today. Well, we'll flash all the lights at you, you know? <laughs> so what I want to encourage you to do, if you go to rtipublishing.com, On there, there's on the front page, you can click a button to fill out a form. So I want to invite you to fill out a form. You know, we're going to, I'll talk to you for an hour. I'll give you an hour of my time. Let's talk about your book. And not just about, okay, we're going to do the book now. First of all, is the right time to do your book? And not always is, right? But I want to talk to you about your book and how you're going to be able to use it and some of the main themes you know, this gentleman I was talking to yesterday, you know, he had a couple of thoughts and one thought he shared, I thought, boom, bam, that's it. That's the one. As soon as we started talking about it, he's like, yeah, you know, like this is the way that we need to go because he just wasn't sure. So, you know, even if you're not quite ready to do your book yet, let's have the conversation because at least I can help point you in the right direction and help you start thinking about, you know, the big themes of your book. So go to rtipublishing.com. There's, you know, get a quote button, fill that out. I will send you a link to book a time to speak with me. So I think we've been pretty good here, my friend. Any last final thoughts before we shut down today's episode? I just want to echo the encouragement that it is so worth their time to get that form filled out and spend that hour with you, Kim, because even if it's not today, even if it's not next month, having it crystallized in your mind will give you a lot of forward momentum. This is Mm -hmm. the time of year. I personally, I find I get a little restless. I want to, I'm thinking about how the year is winding down and I'm thinking about my January fresh start Mm -hmm. and I know actually I just got my 2022 planner and I'm excited about that (laughs) I have a nickname for Juanita I call her my planner princess just because she (laughs) loves planners so much (laughs) and yeah that's um the thing I was excited started putting birthdays in all (laughs) this morning (laughs) so Having that to look forward to is going to be really valuable for you. So that's my recommendation. Doing that, even if it's not on your horizon today, having it on your mind, having the initial conversation will help you for when you do get yourself ready to that point. You'll know when it is. Thanks so much. Well, thank you so much, you guys, for joining us. Don't forget, if you've been thinking about writing a book and you want to talk to a real true publisher with no pressure, rtipublishing.com. So this has been Juanita witten and Kim Thompson-Pinder on the Author to Authority podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you on the very next episode. Bye now. Bye.